Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Welcome. We are uh, two people today. Um, Dos. And, and then there were two. And then there were two. Um, where in the world is John? Uh, right at this very moment, I think he's having lunch somewhere on the East Coast with a, a whole slew of pastors that are being thanked for getting people to Mercy Me concerts around the East Coast. Uh, that's terrific. Yeah, and John. John's been playing some big venues here. This is like yeah, dream come true great? time, right, that's in New so Jersey? Get to play where Springsteen plays. So terrific that, uh, that Bart Millard and Mercy Me um, want to partner with True Face in this way. And um, how grateful they are for this original good news, this gospel that has... Uh, change their lives as a band and right. lyrics that they write. Oh, yeah. Crazy thankful because while that's true, not everyone honors the people that, uh, you know, helped you along. And yes. he has that spirit. They all have that spirit of wanting to do that. So yeah, we said, love it. John, ride along to sleep on that bus and go around <laughs> and you get the you get the fun and the other. Oh, yeah. You get you get to sleep in the uh, the little coffin-like uh-huh, beds. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. So, and, then, and then these uh, folks are honoring uh, Bill as well. Uh, they're honoring Bill by letting him go on an elk hunt. See, I'm, I'm yeah. seeing a uh, pattern here. Uh, <laughs> other... People being on. Doesn't the word have something to be said about You'll you get know, your people yeah. who maybe stay them. behind and are <laughs> just faithful to the podcast? David, and you are faithful to the podcast, and, and we will try not to look down on you because you are young. Thank uh, you. We will take the words Thank of Paul. You. And speaking of the words of Paul, we're going we're gonna to finish out Ephesians today. We sure Ephesians are. Ephesians 6 in this amazing passage, Ephesians 6, 10 through 20. Yeah. Why don't you go for that? I'm going to read this, and I'm going to switch it up a little bit. I'm going to go with the New American Standard today because that is what's on my phone, and Bill isn't here to chastise me. (laughs) So I get to do what I want to do. Get your, your Bible of choice. The armor of God. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the full armor of God, so that you will be able to resist in the evil day. And having done everything to stand firm, stand firm, therefore, having girded your loins with truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shod your feet with preparation of the gospel of peace, In addition to all, taking up the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. With all power and petition, pray at all times in the Spirit, and with this in view, be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. And pray on my behalf that utterance may be given to me in the opening of my mouth to make known with boldness the mystery of of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains that in proclaiming it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak wow you know how would you like to be uh, one of the two soldiers as tradition has it that mm-hmm. are chained to this guy Paul as he's writing all of this or as he's dictating all of this and I think Paul is going, pray that I'll be a good ambassador to who? To these uh-huh, two guys. Uh-huh. 
And I, I think not only is this passage based on, on the fact that he could look at all the armor with which this Praetorian guard was mm-hmm. uh, dressed, and he could identify these various pieces of military armor. But it also comes probably out of, um, it's in the latter chapters of Isaiah somewhere, where God is depicted as a warrior. Mm-hmm. And the fact is that um, we live in a physical world where the realities of the spiritual battle are being penetrated right through into that world that's physical that we see, but that the real battle going on, being declared here, is in the heavenlies. It's, it's a spiritual battle. And that our real conflict is not against other people, but it's against the spiritual forces. So how do we live in such a world where the unseen is the real and the seen is the passing, perhaps the unreal? It's very tricky, right. very matrix. Yeah, it is. The real is being influenced by, uh, or, or what, what we experience is That's being it. influenced by what is real and real things that are happening. But that, it's like, whoa, where does this come from? What's right. this? So it's... It's interesting to see how he he thinks of the armor of God uh, as these integral pieces. And then now that you have those on, um, he has this thought not just of being in this vertical relationship with praying, but praying for. He has this very relational sense of being um, on the alert for others, being of a mindset to uh, bless and to help and to encourage. And he's just got a very community sense about him. That's right. And you hearken back to all these practical expressions of Ephesians 4, 5, and 6, and it's all about loving others, Mm -hmm. understanding how to process conflict, understanding that we are to live in unity and with all humility care for one another. And this is no different. Just because he's using a military uh, metaphor, this is no different. He's still saying, um, he's not saying to attack the gates of hell. He's saying stand firm several places here. And he's saying stand firm against what? Well, against the spiritual forces. Uh, stand your ground, whether it's in your family or your marriage or your your business or your university experience as a student or uh, your church, wherever you may be. Stand firm and don't let, don't be tricked by the schematics of the of the evil one. Don't right. don't be taken in. It's always been funny to me when people say that we're going to go attack the gates of hell when it says that we're preparing ourselves with the gospel of peace. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this yeah. seems like a defensive yeah. position. We get so triumphant uh, yeah. in our mindset. That's not the worldview here that Paul is laying down. He's saying, no, uh, take the gospel of peace and and. These shields that he talks about, uh, the, the, the uh, how does he say it? In which verse is it? When he talks about the uh, shield of faith, those shields uh, historically were linked together yeah. so that they would be defensively effective. And this metaphor obviously indicates you've got to be together. Yeah. You you've got to be in unity while you do this. Part of the schematic of the evil one is, of course to divide, to divide us, and to make us think that uh, Christians and those who are still seeking Jesus are the enemy. No, they're not the enemy. They're the ones that Paul's calling us to love. Yeah. 
one of the schemes of the evil one would be to get that just backwards. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I do that. For sure I do that. Yeah. It's easy to because we we must in all reality process conflict mm-hmm. to reconciliation with each other and many of us isolate out, we get bitter, we get cynical, we we get hurt and then we start to blame others and all of a sudden we think that the enemy are those people that we've had problems with. That's not it. And but that's exactly what Satan would want us to think. All of these things that are talked about, these helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, uh, the shield of faith, uh, the uh, uh, praying in the spirit at all times, the, the alertness there, um, some of the other uh, pieces, the breastplate of righteousness, belt of truth, all that are things that we received at salvation. And those were all ours. Quite the armament. Quite the armament. We didn't know we got it all right. when we trusted Jesus, but all of that is accessible in yeah. ours. So that, that brings up to me, this is, I think, one of the most popular verses to get your forces rallied in the Christian world. And I'm wondering, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, I think for a lot of folks that probably doesn't mean much so what does it what does it mean to us because it's this is the hinge this is the linchpin well just as paul has argued in ephesians 4 that we are already righteous and holy now he's coming back two chapters later and saying okay that's yours already make sure you use it Mm. make sure you experience living out of that holiness out of that righteousness that you already have and if you do that, then you have this very effective piece of the armor, uh, the, the breastplate. And he's also saying you got the belt of truth around your waist, which was very important given the kind of clothes they wore, uh, to have everything fastened together. Well, that truth, um, he, as, as he says elsewhere, we have that truth. We have that mind of Christ. We need to grow in it. We need to mature mm-hmm. in it. Um, but we have that. And especially if we trust it. If we trust truth, then it will transform us. Right. If we only study it right. and have cognitive awareness of it. Yeah, trust trust that you've been given righteousness. Trust that you've been given that breastplate. It's not that if you work harder, then you will get a percentage of the breastplate ever more. It's like it doesn't say, you know, put on an ever-increasing amount of the breastplate that is being added upon you with your good works. That's right. And yet, as a soldier, you're active. Yeah. You're alert. You're uh, aware of the things that you've been given Mm -hmm. for the armory in this battle. Right. And, and uh, one of the things that it talks about here is the sword. Mm-hmm. What is the sword of the Spirit? Well, the Spirit is the one who breathed these scriptures. Um, the sword of the Spirit is the Word of God. It's not that we don't need to know the Word of God. It's that many times we think the intellectual acquiring of that Word is what's going to change us. And it's, it's, that's not what's going to change us. The word of God needs to be trusted. It's, it is the belt of truth, and it's the sword of the Spirit. Um, if uh, I think about how do I access, how do we people access uh, the scriptures? And many times uh, people um, feel like that's an assignment as a soldier that they are not up to. Yeah. 
And I would just, I would just like to encourage people. You know, it, it's better to just get a drip feed of the scriptures, fairly small pieces, but on a more routine basis than it is to try to do something that you can't do on a daily basis, whatever that may be, however long that is, and just take it in a little bit at a time. Take it in an audio way. When you, you know, when you're hiking or running or, or cooking or whatever, just put the Bible on audio right. and, and just let it wash over you. Let it's like all things in it. life. Don't binge Bible. There, there you go. It, Nobody needs to be binge eating, binge exercise, right. and binge anything. Right. It's like let it wash over you bit by bit. And we need to because uh, that that feeding is part of the sword. Uh, uh, it is the sword of the spirit, and it is part of the belt of truth. I think there's a, there's another beautiful thing in here um, that he says right near the end, and he's just saying, be alert with all perseverance and requests for all the saints. Just keep praying for them. Mm-hmm. And, and in that way, uh, again, small pieces. Uh, I was in, in the hills uh, today with another pastor from, uh, from Phoenix, and uh, we were up there on the ridges having, uh, having communion. And he was praying for a whole variety of, of uh, homemakers, therapists, saints, uh, pastors, uh, different people, uh, because he has an alertness to care for a whole variety of people that are not even related to his particular faith community. Yeah. And that's what Paul's saying. Just be alert for that. Care for those people by talking to God about them. It's a pretty well, good invitation. It really is.